Hawa! Welcome to another episode. This is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville. Our topic is going to be America is the home is the motherland. Now, a lot of you who are pan Africans, y'all gonna go berserk in bananas when I say this. Now, you know that for centuries, we're talking about like over 5,000 centuries that we've been lying to, uh, especially in the Americas. Uh, after Columbus got here, we all know the story. He conquered our people, destroyed our people. Then there were a lot of documentation that was taken away from our kings and queens, put away for safekeeping. But what they didn't tell is that America is truly the motherland. On a spiritual level, and I'm not trying, we're going to go on the spiritual level first, and then I will transition to the, the physical. Let's look on the physical level, on a spiritual level, right? We never, those of us who, who reside in the America, I'm talking about North America, Central America, the Caribbean islands, and South America. Most of us, when we travel, we only go to two directions. We go to Central America, North America. Those of us who live in North America, we go to Central America, the Caribbean islands, and we go to South America. And we go to Europe. Asia is a, is a long stretch. We don't go to Asia unless we're going there for business. That being said, we, we barely think about going to Africa. Yes, the media do lie about Africa also. You know, Africa is not a jungle for, uh, the way media portray Africa. I know that for sure. But I'm not that naive. I do research on different African countries. I know that the way the media portray Africa is very bad, just like the way they portray us in the Caribbean is not that great either. Especially those of us who have a darker you. That being said, we have been stooped, we have been lied, we have been tricked, we have been bamboozled, knowing that they call Africa the motherland. Now, let's go back to the bone. The oldest bone that was found here is in North America. The oldest bone, North America and South America. And the, the, you heard about Lucy, the, 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 the bone they found, scientists found, geologists found, is in South America, Brazil, precisely. Not in Africa. The oldest mummies were found in South America, Peru, the Mayan Empire. The oldest, they dated back to 5050 BC. That's at least 5,000 years before the, the Egyptian mummies. Now, we have been told for centuries that the oldest mummy were found in Egypt. Wrong, wrong again. That's not true. The oldest mummies were found in Peru, in South America, in Brazil, but they don't find them in Africa. Yes, that mummy, that's old, 3,000 years old, but our mummies go back 7,000, 10,000 years old. And they're intact. They find in, in, in caves, in mountains, underground, throughout the South America and throughout the Americas. The oldest fossils are found here. And in the Americas, too, if you look at the continent itself, it's centered in the middle of the earth. You say, what do you mean by that, John? Well, what do I mean by that? We have a North Pole and a South Pole. Africa don't have one. Europe don't have one. Asia don't have one. Asia, Australia don't have a North and South Pole. And here's another one that we don't have. Africa we have. Africa don't have. Africa don't have four seasons. We have four seasons. 
primarily in North America and Central America and, and South America, especially Argentina and, you know, Peru, those areas, Argentina, Chile. But Africa don't have that. It's not a distance. We're talking about ge- geography. We're talking about science here. We're not talking about when African go and listen to this podcast, I want you guys to open your mind to think. Think. Let this marinate in your head. Don't go off of your feelings. I want you to think critically when I'm, when you are listening to this podcast. I want you to dissect everything I said. I want you to go get books in the library and study. Because a lot of us are so religious, especially in Nigeria. You guys are so religious over there because your pastors are driving Bentleys and Roy's Roy. Meanwhile, you guys have barely a food money to eat. It's, it's a disgrace. It's in Ghana. It's in all West Africa or like that. Primarily, 95% of them are pastors or killing or stealing people or money. That being said, the Americas have a, is the oldest continent by far. For many centuries, for many years, I thought it was Afri- Africa because that's what we've been told. That's what we've been told throughout the school. And it was Africa, Africa, Africa all the time. So we think it was Africa as the oldest continent. But when you look at all the data, as you start pulling the onions, you start looking at the data for what they really are. You say, wait a minute, wait a minute. we have been lied to. Africa is not really the oldest. It might be the second oldest. You might make the argument the second oldest continent, but it's not the oldest out of those continents. America is the oldest continent by far. Those of us who st- uh, study science, uh, geology, uh, those of us who are scientists and who do this for a living, you can attest to that what I'm, I just said. Um, you have to put your feeling aside, like I told you before. You have to put your feeling aside and really dissect this and digest everything from a spiritual level and a mental level. You have to digest it, over, understand and overstand what I just said. I, I, the Americas is the oldest continent. The oldest fossils are found here. The oldest human bones are found here. Now, here's another thing when it comes to agriculture. It just blew my mind. I was watching a documentary. They said 600 seed, right? 600 seed that are found in Africa. Out of the 600, 400 of them were originated from the Americas. That's your bananas, your mangoes, your tomatoes, your papayas. Those fruit were not originated from Africa. They came from the Americas. And Africa who study know what I'm saying. Even the corn, we call it the holy fruit. That's a holy food. That came from the Americas. It didn't come from Africa. Corn did not come. Even rice. Rice did not come from Africa. Yes, there's plenty of rice in Africa now, but it didn't originate from Africa. I can go on and on and on on different fruit that they have now in Africa. It was not found in Africa. The European brought those over there. The, the, especially the, the Portuguese and the, the, the French and the English, they brought those seeds with them. Well, when they were conquering Africa, they brought those seeds to the continent. And Africa, who does agriculture for a living, can attest to what I just said. You know I'm telling the truth. I'm not making this thing up. If, you, if you're if you in the uh, agriculture industry, you know what I just said is true because it's not public knowledge, but it's been hidden from us in the Americas for centuries now and from African and Africa. A lot of those Africans are stupid as hell. And I met a whole bunch of them, stupid and stupid as hell. They have no common sense. 
They come to America, they think they're better than us. I'm like, dude, you're coming to America. We're not going to Africa. Millions of you guys are dying, leaving your, your land, your, your children behind to come to America. We're not doing that. We're not migrating to America. And if we go to America, primarily we go there for business. Sometime, I say sometime because some of us do go there for pleasure. But nine out of ten times, we barely go to Africa. Now, you can make an argument that the media do portray Africa in a bad light, which we are aware of. We are aware of that. They do portray Africa in a bad light. Or you see children with flies in their face and big belly. But that's not how Africa is. If you go to Africa, that's not what you're going to find. Yes, that, that's part of Africa. Just like I say, there's, part of poor, uh, part, uh, there's a lot of ghettos here in America. Do we say that's the whole America? No. So you cannot pick like little spot here and there in Africa and say that's the whole Africa. Africa is a big continent with 55 countries in it. So I know that for sure. I'm not a dumb man. I'm very uh, well um, studied. So I know those of you who don't study, I'm telling you, you cannot go by what the media is putting out there. The media, they lie on a daily. It's propaganda TV. It's tele-eye. Tele-eye vision is like telling lie to your vision, to your subconscious mind. That's what they're doing. They, they, they brainwash you every day and your children. So that's why you have to tell your children the truth about what really happened in the Americas and Africa. If we do good, Africa do good. We, we got the baton. If we do good, Africa do good. Why not? We're not going. We're not doing good. Africa's not doing good, because you know they all say they have all the resources, but they're leaving those resources behind because their leadership in Africa suck. They suck bad. Those of us who are in politics and geopolitics, who study geopolitics, those of us who who's in the government, you know what I'm talking. It's true. Leadership in Africa is bad, for the most part. Now there are a few. There's one. There's a few. There are a few leaders. They are that doing great work, you see. The one in Ghana, the new president, and you have, you know, Ethiopia, you have uh, Kenya. Those three countries I just mentioned, they're doing pretty good. They have good leadership over there. But the rest of them, South Africa leadership sucks. You see, now they're going to have an election now. They suck bad. Um, you have Ghana, and not Ghana, you have Zimbabwe. You have uh, uh, all those nations. They suck. Their leadership sucks. So that being said, that's why a lot of millions of Africans live in Africa every year to migrate to Europe. Mostly they come to the, to the Americas for a better living, better life. And they don't want to leave. <laughs> as soon as they get their green card or their citizenship, which they become part of the, the U.S. corporation, the U.S., not part of the, the United States sovereign state, they become part of the U.S. US corporation. They don't want to leave. They want to stay here. They want to live here forever. But we're not doing that. We're not going to Africa by the millions. We are not doing that. So, and I hate those Africans that come here and look down upon us. I'm like, first of all, you left your country. You left everything that you know to come here. So I should look, look down on you. But I don't look down on you. I treat you, this, I treat you with respect. But they come over here think because you speak Swahili, which is a bastard language at that. It's a broken Arabic mixed with um, African dialect. Is is rubbish. It's not a good language anyway. Just like English is not a good language, it's all rubbish. So you speak um, uh, your native tongue, and you come here to America. You think you're special because you got daishiki on. Negro, please, like uh, like the American woman said, child boo, child boo, get out of here with this bull crap. You're not that special, okay? You're not that special with your daishiki on. Go sit your butt down somewhere. 
But that being said, we have been lied to for many centuries. And our pastors in the church, in the pulpit, I'm speaking directly to you right now. You'll be sneaking behind closed doors to listen to this podcast. I'm addressing you head on. Stop bamboozling our people. Stop stealing money to our people and give us false dream and false uh, uh, uh False uh, interpretation, you know, inter- inter- interpretation of this Bible. Be real. Be come straight. With, just like a tequila, a Haitian rum. Come straight to us with no chaser. Give us to us raw, raw, uncut, uncensored. Right now, the time is urgent. We have to be more vigilant. We have to spread the word to the youth. I don't care about the older people. I care about the youth. You have to tell the children the truth. I know the truth hurt at times, but it's better you tell the truth than a lie. We have been lied to for many centuries, especially those of us who live in the Americas and Africa. You Africans are being lied to too. They call you African. That's not the original name, but that's what you guys go by right now. They call us Negro. They call us color. They call us African American. We're not African American. We are indigenous. We are Aborigines. That's the correct adjective. We are Aborigines. We're not African. We're not European. Even though we have been mixed with European blood, that was not that was forced upon us. Christianity was forced upon us. Islam was forced upon us. Judaism was forced upon us. Yes, we followed the law of the book. It was in our heart and our spirit. We didn't have we didn't need a book. We didn't need a book. So these Christians, they bring their paganism from Europe, like your Easter's and your, your Christmas, your Thanksgiving, all that. Those are pagan holidays. They, they inbred in us to that religion mindset. You look at this different sect within, within the Christianity. You have Jehovah Witness. You have Seven Days Adventists. You have Pentecostal. You have Baptist. That's a whole bunch of foolishness. In one sect of religion, you have different sects in it. That's confusion. It's confusion. That being said, we focus on the continent of the Americas. The Americas, like I said, is the oldest continent by far. If you're a ge- geologist, if you're a scientist, you study this thing for a living, you know what I'm saying is true. You can attest to that, to that fact. That being said, that's something we need to tell our children so they won't be tricked out there because the teachers... You cannot really blame them. Whatever the curriculum they give them, they got to follow those rules or they will get fired. Unless you're going to homeschool your child, that's the only way they're going to get this knowledge. Or when they come from school, you got to say, you know what, whatever you learn in school is not accurate. I know you got to pass the test. You're going to answer those questions the way you you answer it. But however, those stuff they told you on true, 95% of it, I'll say 98% of it is false information. When it comes to history, I don't know about math, but when it comes to history, it's false information. You have to you have to tell the children that you have to tell them as a you have to tell them that, so that way they can be astute of what to look out for. They can be vigilant. They can be aware. This they can be aware of those things. That being said, those of you who from Africa, let me speak to you directly. I know Africa was colonized by European. France, Portugal, Spain, Italy, Dutch, you know, all those nations, England, they all conquer Africa. 
and divided continent. And whatever that's transpired in Africa at the moment is, is the byproduct of that. Colonization is the byproduct of dissimulation in Africa. This is a, that's what it is. There's no stability in Africa. There's none. There's a few, but it's not a much stability because these people, they destabilize. They give those African high interest rate on those loan and they default on those loan. By defaulting, they go there to, the, to those countries and steal the resources or kill the people to steal the resources. England have done it. France done it. The Portuguese have done it. You name it. The Italian have done it. The German, they all, the Dutch in South Africa, they all done it to African people. So Africa really suffer in that aspect. But this is truly for us. Those, those of us, they call Negroes because they don't call African Negroes. They don't call them Negroes. Because we are the son of Ham, the son, the son of they are the son of Ham, the Hamites. We are the son of Sham. So we are two totally different people, and we have different phenotype. You have to be aware of that. We have different phenotype. It's not like this in Africa. You cannot go by skin color. A lot of you guys like to say, "Oh, you got the same skin color." No, we don't. It's not. That, no, you can't go by skin color. Foolish man and foolish woman. You cannot go by skin color. You got to go by the phenotype, the, the gene, the genetic code. That's what you got to go by, the genetic mark. You cannot go by your skin color or hair texture, even though our hair is a little bit better than their hair, but unless they are mixed with European. But I'm just saying, West African, you know, we're different. We do everything different. Our music is different. There, yes, there's similarity. Our dance is different. We have carnivals. African don't have no carnivals in Africa. Go to any African country. Do you guys have carnivals? Nope. We don't have that. It's not part of their culture. So you have to be careful. A lot of us, you European Africans who have to always push in this gospel of going back to Africa. Let me tell you something. If you want to go back to Africa, by all means, you're a grown man, you're a grown woman. But go to Africa by your damn self. Don't be dragging us to Africa. Now, I'll tell you guys in my last podcast, if you guys into business, you can do business with Africa if you choose to. That's your prerogative. But you're not going to pack all your luggage and go to an African country. You have no no recollection of. You have no lineage there. You're just going to pack and go. Are you stupid or are you an idiot? Now, you, I, if you have your v, your passport, you want to go and visit? Yeah, by all means, go and visit. But I'm not going to advise you to go there and move there and live there because these people are not your people. As soon as you get there, you'll know that. They're not your people. As soon as you step out that plane and you have conversation with them, you know they are not your people. Their food don't, is not like your food. Their, their way of life is not like your way of life. Just because you cannot go by skin color. I can tell you guys, stop going by skin color. You miss the mark big time. You miss the mark. You cannot go by skin color. Only a fool who will go by skin color. Just like when you're driving the highway during a hot summer day, there's a mirage. I, you see 100 yards, it's a mirage. But you think it's water, but it's no, it's a sun rays from afar. So you think when you drive, you think you're seeing a water, but you're not seeing water. That's the sun rays on the road. That's a mirage. So the same thing with human beings, just because the skin is is the same color or the, or the same texture, but that means it's the same genetic code. It's different genetics. You got to study gene, genealogy. You got to study those things. 
you have to research those things. A lot of us, we spend most of our time watching TV, and, I, and we're not watching educational stuff. We're not watching documentaries. We barely watch those things. We think those things are so boring. But guess what? There's a lot of information you can retain from those um, the documentaries. We rather watch MTV, Hoes of Atlanta, excuse my French, but that's what we watch. You know, the NBA, I don't, I'm into sport too, but you have to differentiate. There's a time to get some knowledge, especially we're at the, a crucial time where knowledge is good. Knowledge is needed. You have to study. You have to study your Bible. Don't just read a one, two, three verse and then you say, I'm saved. No, no, no. You have to really study your Bible. That's how you're going to get some understanding about the true genealogy of our people. It's in Deuteronomy 28. All your genealogy is right there. They told you right there. They told you right there in the book. But your pastor, because he get 501c3, he won't tell you that because he he been bought out. He's a symbol. Now the Uncle Tom, I'm not saying he's a he's a he's a symbol. He bugged them. He bugged them. He won't tell you the true knowledge, or he won't tell God save everybody, which is wrong. God do not save everybody. So you have to learn for yourself. You have to research for yourself. You have to be, you have to evolve on a spiritual level, on a mental level, and on a physical level. You have to evolve. So our people are not revolving. We have to stop the shenanigans. We have to study. Like I said, when I say the America is the motherland, it is true the motherland because everybody's migrated to America. Okay? Whether they come from Asia, Europe, Asia Minor, Australia, Africa, they all come into where? America. We are truly the motherland. Yes, there are people that go to Africa every single day of the week. I'm aware of that. <laughs> I'm not denying that. But if you look at the numbers, our numbers is way higher, way higher. than There are more people come to the Americas than they go to Africa. That's a fact. Those of us who are in the, uh, in the tribal agency industry know what I'm telling the truth. There are more people travel to the America than people who travel to Africa. Okay? And that's a fact. I'm not making this up. Those of us who work, work in the tribal industry, we, we attest to that. But that being said, America, uh, the Americas, where there's North, Central, and South America, the whole continents, that's the motherland. That's the motherland on a spiritual level and on a physical level. That's the motherland. That's the uh, the Americas is truly our motherland, not Africa. Like we've been told for all this century, not Africa. It's the Americas. The Americas is truly our motherland. We have to tell our children those facts. It will save them from a lot of headache, a lot of a lot of tricks in, in, in out there. We have to tell our children those facts. And I know a lot of Africans might come to my podcast and listen to this, say, you know what? Oh, John, you know, that's not true. Africa is the oldest continent. I say, no, that's what you're being told. They lie to you also. <laughs> the same way that, that those Zionist Jews and those European in the, the, the Catholic Church, the same way they lie to, to you is the same way. They already lie to us first, then they lie to you. Okay, they tell you we are the same people, but we are not. Because when they were conquering us, they, they said, no, go to the uh, the Indies. Go to the New World. Go to God people. They know we were God children. They didn't say we were Africans. 
is in the dossier, is in the documents. Don't take my word for it. Go look at Christopher Columbus' letters to the Queen of Spain. Look what he said. He didn't say they were Africans. They could copper color people. Negro. Negro is, is black in Spanish. Or Morano. He didn't say African. He knows the difference. He knows the difference because he dealt with African from North Africa. He, he knows the difference. So he never said African. Never in his dossier and his memoir, he said African. He might say, I went to North Africa doing... He trade with Africans, but he never said when he came to to the side of, of, of the world, he uh, he accounted to African. He never said that. You can find those in the um, Library of Congress, the Louvre in France. All those documentation, they're right there in the basement. For you to... If you can want to go look them up, go ask them. Ask any librarian. I need, some, I need to look those things. Go to the Library of Congress. Those of us who reside in North America, go to the Library of Congress. Ask them to show you those those documentation. Ask them for a copy. They will pay, you pay some money for it. It's not cheap. But when you get those documents, you you are, you're gonna find out what I just said is true. Africa is not your motherland. We have been told Africa is our motherland for many centuries. Not not for many. I say for the last century or more. We had, they have been there was this narrative. Africa is the home is the motherland, but no. When you look at all the all the data, when they come to the the fossil, the human bones they find here in North America, the mummies they find in South America and Peru. <laughs> I just told you those mummies dated 5050 BC. That's like 10,000 years before the, the the Egyptian mummies were found. They're way older than the Egyptian mummies. And the Egyptian mummy, the Egyptian mummy, they're not that they they're not that young. Some of those mummies are, are three to four thousand years. Our mummies are ten thousand years plus. Ten thousand, ten thousand. Some people might say twenty thousand, fifty thousand year plus. In some cases, some some um, scientists may make that argument, but they never put that in the book. They never put it in the book. They keep it uh, hidden from us. From the pub, especially those of us who reside here, and those of us who reside in Africa, we all have been lied to, primarily by our pastors, by our teachers. We have been lied to by this media, this propaganda media that keep pushing this narrative that we are African. No, we're not. If we're African, when they come here, they know that we're not African. There is a spiritual thing they can tell us in our spirit. They can tell, and you can tell when you see African. They don't have to speak to you. Sometimes just an, uh, just a, just a look just a look at them, you know they're not your people, and they know you're not their people. It's not a diss on Africa. I'm not to, I'm not doing this podcast just to diss Africa. That's not my motive. I, that's not, I'm trying to educate the masses. That's not where I'm going with this. Those of you who's going to listen to this podcast know that I'm not coming from that perspective. I'm not coming from that motive. I'm not trying to diss Africa. Africa have suffered. Just like we have suffered. And if we do good, Africa will do good too. I, I, you best believe it. You better believe it. They will do good too. They will follow our lead. They've been following our lead. So like I said, um, those of us who, those high enough Africans, you need to educate your people about what really takes place from before the Europeans got over there. A lot of you guys think you speak your native language, think you're special. You're not that special. If you were special, you would have stayed where you were at. 
You would have stayed in your village. You would have stayed in your country and lived there. You probably come here to shop like those rich Africans. You come here to shop, then go back to Africa. You will not stay here because your country's in, in bad shape. So you were forced. Millions of you were forced to leave your country, to migrate to other country, whether it's North Africa, Europe, then you migrate to America. Unfortunately, that's that's how it is in Africa. As 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 I speak to you right now, millions of African are living African every or live in Africa every single year. You have the president of Ghana. He mentioned that stuff. He said, "Why would all these African go there to study in 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 Europe when they can study in Africa and use that knowledge and help other African nation?" And you guys need to bring your 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 education back to your country. So your country can evolve like Asia. You see China is evolving, Singapore, you know, Korea. 30 years ago, Korea was a little village. Look where Korea is now. It's one of the top countries in the world. So all this knowledge that you guys have, you can take it back to Africa and grow Africa. But that's all I got to say about the Americas being the, the motherland. And uh, if you guys have any more questions, you want to di- dialogue and debate. I'm not going to debate on this. Uh, we can dialogue and pick each other's brain. I'm open to uh, other ideas. But when you look at those facts, I just say, after you look at your research and study, you're going to see that Africa is not the motherland. We have been told Africa is the motherland, but Africa is not. It's the Americas is the motherland. That's why I see a lot of people are coming to America. Okay? It's a, it's a spiritual thing. You got to look at it from a spiritual aspect then from a physical aspect look at the physical the spiritual aspect first then let it marinate in your brain cells say you know what john makes sense on a spiritual level more people are coming to america they're not coming to africa like that okay if they do go to africa they only go there for business and as soon as they've done their business they're out of there you have some that stay in africa but on average most people like to come stay in America, okay? That's what I got to say about this. Call in. Let's discuss. You guys have a great weekend. I know t- t- tomorrow is Friday. The weekend here. The Super Bowl weekend is here in Atlanta. Those of you who live in Atlanta, I'm going for the Rams 30-27. to 27. That's my pick. Uh, I know Tom Brady. I'll do another podcast on him. But like I said, this is all I got to say about this podcast the America is the homeland. You guys be blessed. Stay focused. Stay vigilant. One love. John. This is John signing off from Jacksonville, Florida. Take care. Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Our topic is going to be about the three evils. The three evils, um, I know you had heard about it. Um, Nas spoke about it in his rap. And the Bible spoke about it from a biblical standpoint. The three evils, what are they? Well, my friend, the three evils are jealousy, envy, and hate. Um, those three are deadly uh, when when you're dealing with anything, whether you're dealing with friendship, anything, anybody that you know that have those three evils around you, more than likely they're gonna assassinate, they're gonna kill you. Whether it's a friend, 
a friend of a friend. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a king or queen, if you're head of state, uh, if you're just a regular guy, a regular woman. If you have those three, if you have a person that have those three, um, those three um, hate towards you, uh, those three um, evils towards you, more than likely they're going to do something to undermine you, um, eventually murder you. As you well know, um, the past last week, last weekend, um, the rapper Nipsey Hussle was killed by one of his friends, one of his acquaintances, according to reports. But you have to be mindful that a lot of people, and most of them are all your inner circle. They're not really people from the outside. Um, most of those people that end up getting killed uh, is just your friends you grew up with, um, family members you've been around with all your life. And those are the people that really undermine you a lot of time because they know your weakness, they know your strong points, so they know how to attack you. That being said, it is a sad thing um, in our society, in our community, where our people will, you know, we become informant and then we use that, we use uh, um, other people's information to undermine them by killing them or by taking their, stealing their resources. Now, those three evils are very detrimental from a biblical standpoint. If you look at um, the, the, the Son of Solomon, even Ecclesiastic talk about it, the Psalm talk about it. Um, those books, if you look at those books, you're going to see those things, jealousy, envy, and um, hatred. Those three, are a com- those three combinations are a recipe for murder. Like Dr. Umar was saying yesterday, the guy was a Judas. What do you mean by that? A Judas, uh, uh, whenever somebody call you a Judas, what they're referring to directly or indirectly, you're a traitor, you're a snitch. Now, this is what you guys, you, you got to be careful of. You cannot call somebody a snitch if they witness a crime. Now, if you're part of a crime and one of your buddies get caught, now you tell on them, that's a snitch. If you was not a part of that crime, whether somebody's being raped, being killed, being robbed, if you're not part of the crime and you report it, you're not being a snitch. You're doing the right thing. Let's be clear on that point. That being said, um, the murder of the, the rapper was, was senseless. I already talked about it already. You see the update. Uh, Nipsey also was killed by one of his friends, uh, his so-called friends. A lot of us, we have those people and um, I'll call them undercover haters. Whenever somebody's an undercover hater, they carry those three evils. They are jealous of you, first and foremost. They're envious. What do you mean by envious? They want to be like you. They want to be you. Okay? They want to be like you. Whereas you, 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 if you marry, they want to have your husband. They want to have your lifestyle. If you're educated, they want to be like you. They want to speak like you. They want to dress. If you got style, they want to dress like you, look like you, smell like you, do their hair just like you. So that's being a person that want to be just like you. That's envy. And that's bad, especially if, if the person's in, in your inner circle. That's really bad. They want to be like you. Now, you can be inspired. You know, there's nothing wrong about you being inspired from a friend. You know, it, is, it happens all the time. I, I don't idolize anybody. You can be, you know, those. And I tell you guys, idolize people. That's adultery. That's idolatry. Idolatry, not adultery. Idolatry. That's a sin. You don't you don't idolize anybody except God, the God of the universe. 
You don't idolize. <coughs> excuse me, I thought it's. You don't idolize anybody. That being said, when somebody is jealous or envious, and, and, and envious carry hatred. Once they start being envious, they become haters. And when they become haters, they will do anything in the, in the, within their power to undermine you. Whether it's money, whether it's whatever it is a position, whatever it is, whether it's taking your wife from you or your husband from you, whatever you get, you know, if he's a, if he's a coworker, you know, he's taking your job from you, you, you know, it, you know, if you're selling drugs, you want to take your drug spot from you. There's a lot of things that goes on with people like that. A lot of those people are very insecure. They're very emotional. If you look at their life, they're very emotional. Um, they have nothing going for them. I don't like to go on money because money do not define a person. Yes, money do not define you as a person. Let's be clear on that. Wealth is good to have it. Don't get me wrong. It's good to have money. You cannot love money. Okay. It's good to have money. A lot of us who have no integrity, no backbone, no dignity about ourselves, no self-worth. We are useless. We are useless because we will, we will sell people, we will sell each other for a bag of rice. Like I stated last time in my last podcast. People who are like that are dangerous. They're poisonous. It's just like a venom. They are poisonous to your health, to your spiritual health your mental health and your physical health those people are dangerous whether it's your cousin your what if you have anybody in your inner circle have those that have those three evils jealousy envy and hate if they carry those three evils around you those people are poisonous they are dangerous i repeat they are dangerous you have to get rid of them fast a lot of us get complicit what do i mean we get comfortable because, you know, it's family. You know, you come around your friends, you guys kicking it. You get comfortable because you don't even look at, you know, what's really happening around your, your circles. Now, some people say he should take security over there to support, to protect him from getting shot. You know, like I said, the guy was around his, he was, he was there to, to have another friend. From what I understand, he was there to buy some clothes. One of his homeboys was getting out from a 20-year bid. You want to get some gear, which I would have done myself. I would have go buy the clothes myself. If I had a friend that was locked up, is coming out of jail, I would have go buy him the clothes if I had the money. If I couldn't have buy the clothes for him, I could have taken him out to eat or whatever it is. But he was doing a favor for a friend. That's how he ended up getting killed. But this guy around him, already, he was already hating. He was already an informant. And we have a lot of informant in our community. Whether you're aware of it or not, that is a, that's the true fact. We have a lot of informant. Some people say the FBI was involved. Yes, the FBI might be involved. They always use, like, according to, what's his name, um, Tyreek Nasheed in L.A., dusty-ass Negroes. They always use a dusty-ass Negro. What is a dusty-ass Negro? A desperate Negro. A Negro who have no, nothing going for him. A Negro that, that always relies, like a leech, always sucking on people's blood. Those Negroes are dangerous. They're like leeches. They leech, They suck on you. They suck on your spirituality. They suck on your, your physical. They suck on your blood. People like that, you have leeches. Not only, that's why you have to look at the animal kingdom. You have people like that. They have those characteristics. Leeches, snakes. Snake doesn't mean that person is a snake. It's just a conniving they, they, they're sneaky. 
That's being a snake. They're not truthful. They're not transparent. That's being a snake. A snake never come to you in a, an attack mode. No. <laughs> they never come to you in attack mode. They're always very cunning, very sneaky. And then when they, when, when they get close to you, that's when they, they strike at you. You have people like that. You have people with those characteristics. And you have to be very mindful of those people, whether it's your family members, a classmate, a best friend, whoever. They have those characteristics in them. And I have a friend of mine, I'm not going to mention his name. He's like that. He's not trustworthy. He's not transparent. He's very sneaky at times. So you have, that's why I keep my distance from him, even though we still talk, but I don't really go into a lot of personal things with him because he never had my best interest at heart. But he, he knows who he is. Um, like I said, um, you have a lot of people like that. And then celebrity, if you're doing well, even DL with you agree spoke about it, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. If you're doing well, you got something going for you, hang out with people that's doing well. You cannot be hanging out with people that's not doing well because guess what? It's going to create, it's just human nature. It's going to create jealousy. Jealousy begot hate, um, um, envious. Envious begot hate. Hate begot murder. That's why most of the people get murdered. Even those rappers, they said, Master P, one of them, he's rich. He couldn't live in Baton Rouge. He couldn't live in New Orleans. He had to move out of there. Little Wayne is another example. Bo- Boozy, he had to go to Atlanta. He can't live in, a, in, a, in a New Orleans. T.I., he moved from his hood. He moved to an upper class neighborhood. He can't. Now he can go back and, you know, touch the people every now and then. He, but he can't live there because, you know, he's doing good. And people, you're going to have the dusty Negroes in those neighborhoods that's going to hate. And sometimes it's not only... Those dusty niggas are going to hit. You're going to have people in your inner circle. Those are the people that undermine you. They don't have to give information to the cops, to the FBI. They're in your inner circle. That's why Michael Max was murdered. It was people that was in the inner circle. And the FBI always looking for a dusty Negro to go do, to do his work. They always look for a desperate Negro, a coon, a symbol. They always look for a symbol to go do their work. Because a white man not going to walk to a black neighborhood and kill somebody. They're not going to do that. Because they, be, they will be dealt with. But they always get a coon, a sambo, a dusty negro, according to Tariq Nasheed, a dusty-ass negro who's desperate, who's needy, who got nothing going for himself or herself. And they will, undermine, they will use them as bait to get into your organization. And they are doing throughout the century, whether it's the Black Panther movement, the Civil Rights movement, the NWCP, all the stuff that we have, even the Crips in the blood, he, it wasn't like that back in the 60s and the 70s because it was infiltrated by the CIA by with dusty Negroes. Dusty Negroes that become informant, they use them as bait to go tell on other people. But the three evils from biblical days to nowadays is the same principle. It never changed. You know, jealousy, envy, and hate. Those three create a recipe for murder. And that's what happened to Nipsey Hussle last weekend. This guy had jealousy. He wanna be he was envious, which means he wanna be like Nipsey Hussle. He wanna do everything that then he becomes so hated on the brother. 
he became an informant. According to a um, report out of California, he was an informant. He ended up killing the guy for no reason, senseless reason. And we got to stop this killing in the black community. It's just, it's just senseless. We are killing each other for a bag of rice. We're killing each other for nothing, for literally nothing. You're killing generations. You're killing families. Every time you kill somebody, you kill their family. You kill their future. You don't know what this person could have become in the future. Whether he could have become an engineer, a head of state, a doctor, a lawyer. You know, who, you don't know what the future holds for that person. You kill a future. And who knows, that person could have been the one that would change the whole neighborhood, the whole, you know, the whole nation. You don't know what the future holds. You don't just kill people like that for... Now, if the person put your life in danger, then that's just different. That's a different scenario. Because your life is in danger. But if your life is in danger, you guys can talk about like two grown men or two grown women. There's no need for you to pull out knife, guns. I'd rather you put your, you know, put the hands up and, you know, fight it out. But don't bring no guns into play. Because you're going to kill somebody that could have been, that could have changed the neighborhood. That could have changed the future. But now, who knows who that person could have been. I understand everybody have the time to go. Everybody have the time to die. We all know that. It's just part of life. You you were born and the next day you die. That's how life is. The circle of life. Every time somebody being born, somebody being dead. Everybody every time somebody dies, somebody being born. That's how the, the circle of life is. And the whole notion about the world, the the, the planet is overpopulated. That's buffoonery. That's a lie. That's a myth. The planets have overpopulated. You have thunderstorm, you have earthquake, mudslide, volcano erupts. People die every day. So the earth is not populated. That being said, those three evils are very detrimental to our, our spiritual health, our mental health, and our physical health. And it's very detrimental to our community as a whole. You have to look inward. Not outward, you have to look inward. Your people in your inner circle, those are the ones that undermine you most, more than likely. Whether it's your best friend from high school, your cousin, your mate, your wife, your, those are the people you have to keep a close eye on. Whenever you see somebody start acting funny towards you, look at their body language. Look what they say, the comments they make about you. Those are people you got to keep a close eye on. And then you look at Malcolm X, same thing. There was a guy, he was an FBI informant. He was in the mosque. You have Martin Luther King. Those reverends, they were informants. Jesse Jackson, he was an informant for the FBI. That's how they end up killing Martin, uh, Martin Luther King. You have Patrice Lumumba, it was a coon that killed him. After he got rid of the Belgium. Guess what? They put another coon there to kill him. And that's the, the, the same coon they kill him. That's the same coon that become the president of the Congo. Don't take my word for it. Go look it up for yourself. Don't say John said it. No, go look it up. I just mentioned it. I'm just a messenger. Go look it up for yourself just like I look it up for myself. But we have to be very mindful who we deal with, who we bring around our circle. And that being said, those three evils are very detrimental to our community, to our, to our people. You know, jealousy, envy, and hate. 
those are very deadly combinations. Whenever somebody say have a no jealousy from our love, you know you can be jealous to because God is jealous also. It depends how you 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 channel you channel that jealousy. If it's to protect your goods, like your loved ones, that's different. But when you're jealous of somebody because they got more money, or they got more clothes, they got more degrees, or more houses than you, more shoes than you, more cars than you. Those are pettiness. Those are petty. More jewelry than you. Those are pettiness. Because when you're jealous of somebody, those are vanity. You know, Ecclesiastes speaking eloquently. Those are vanity. Okay? You came naked, you go back naked. You know, nobody come with nothing in this world. When you live this world, you live with nothing. I don't care whether you have $100 billion in your bank account or you got $1 in your bank account. I don't care your closet, you have like a closet full of Louis Vuitton, Prada, Gucci. Guess what? You die today, everybody going to use it. They're going to sell it. They're going to give it away. So you're going to go with nothing. So you got to be mindful of those things. Those three evils are very real. They, they enter, is real in the everyday life scenario. Whatever you deal with, you know, work, uh, co-workers, family members, neighbors. Those things are real. People in the streets. They can be haters too. They can have jealousy towards you. So you have to be very mindful of your surrounding. You have to be very vigilant of your surrounding people you bring in your inner circle. People, people within your inner circle, you have to be very vigilant. You got to keep an eye out for those kind of people, which uh, um, those coons, those symbols, like, uh, like Dr. Umo was saying, it was a Judas that killed this guy, which, you know, Judas is a person that betrayed you. And that's what happened. You know, it was not gang related. Yes, he was not gang related, but it was a Judas, a hater, a dusty ass Negro that killed Nip- Nipsey Hussle. You can't you can refute that. Yes, yeah, you might say the FBI have their hands on it. Of course they do, you know. Of course, look at that. Look how they, they put it. They tell me that he have a mental problem now. You know, now that he had uh, OJ prosecutor gonna be his prosecutor. So who you know his bail is five billion dollars. Now they reduce the bail. Somebody's behind this thing. But that being said, those three evils are very detrimental to our, our people, to our health, to our spiritual health, our mental health, and our physical health. Those three evils are deadly. So if you know anybody that had those things towards you, be mindful of those people. They're going to kill you eventually. That being said, one love. Thank you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys. And you guys have a great week and a great day. Bye-bye.